ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ به من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير هدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار اخوه الاسلام يا عباد الله we have an authentic narration and is collected by both imam al bukhari and imam muslim fi sahihain and it is upon the authority of abu huraira ridwan allah ta'ala alayhi and which the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he stated انما جئل الامام ليؤتم به فلا تختلفوا عليه فاذا كبر فكبروا واذا ركع فركعوا واذا قال سمع الله لمن حمد فقولوا رب اللهم ربنا لك الحمد فاذا سجد فاسجدوا واذا صلى جالسا فصلوا جلوسا اجمعون The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he stated that indeed the imam he was made to be followed and what is intended is the imam of uh, of the masjid yani the one that leads the salah that he was only made to be followed so do not differ with him so whenever he says Allahu akbar entering into into the salah then you say Allahu akbar and when he bows you bow And when he states or says sami Allahu liman hamida you say Allahumma rabbana lakal hamd And when he prostrates then you prostrate And if he prays sitting then you pray sitting If he prays sitting then you pray sitting Ikhutul Islam ya ibadallah Last week we took a look at some mistakes that are made in the salah And this week we want to continue looking at some mistakes that are that are made in the salah by some of the musallim. 
And this particular hadith, Imam al-San'ani, rahmatullahi ta'ala alayhi, he says, Al-Hadith dalla ala anna shari'at al-imama liyaqtadi bil-imam. Wa min sha'ni al-tabi' wal-ma'moom an la yataqaddama matbu'ahu wa la yusawiyahu wa la yataqaddama alayhi fi mawkifihi bal yuraqib ahwalahu. Imam al-San'ani, he states that this particular narration, it points to the fact that the position of the imam is, for the, is, 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 is so that the imam is followed. That he is followed in the salah. And nobody should precede him, nor move simultaneously with him nor place themselves forward in their position before him. On the contrary, an individual should be observant of the imam and, his, and the varying positions that, he, that he's in. They should be attentive in this regard. And this particular hadith, when it, as it relates to the following of the imam in the salah, then it points to the position that the Muslim should have, and that is, yani mutaba'ah, following the Imam, from one movement to the next. However, there are three conditions that are occurring that are considered in khilaf of this particular hadith. One, at takhalluf, lagging behind, as yani concerning the following of the Imam, lagging behind. Yani al-muwafaqah, or being simultaneous with the imam while he's moving, and as-sabiq, yani literally preceding the imam. And as-sabiq is something that we find occurring. And as-sabiq is of two types. As-sabiq ila ruqin, was-sabiq bil-ruqin. The first type is preceding the imam into another position because each Position of the Salah is considered a pillar of the Salah. So preceding the Imam into a pillar, your head hits the ground before his head hits the ground in sujood. You end in a bowing position before he ends in a bowing position. This is preceding him in a rukun. And none of the scholars yani, differ on the prohibition as it relates to this. However, they differ on if the individual who does this, if his salah is still valid or not. As for preceding him, yani as-sabak bil-ruqan, this is when an individual precedes him in a pillar. For instance, if the imam is in a standing position, a person bows before the imam, and then, he goes from the, the, the standard position to the bowing, which is one, uh, one pillar, and then proceeds to another pillar. Now he says, Sami Allahu liman hamida, and the imam has, has not yet even went into the bowing position. So he has passed him up in two pillars. And there is no doubt that this is haram ya'ibad Allah. As the 
those that are praying behind the imam should be diligent in ensuring that they're following the imam. As we have a narration that is mutafakun alayhi, upon the authority of Abu Huraira, Ridwan Allah ta'ala alayhi, in which the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he stated, أَمَا يَخْشَى إِذَا رَفَعَ رَأْسَهُ أَمَا يَخْشَى أَحَدَكُمْ إِذَا رَفَعَ رَأْسَهُ قَبْلَ الْإِمَامِ أَنْ يَجْعَلَ اللَّهُ رَأْسَهُ رَأْسَ حِمَارِ أو يَجْعَلَ اللَّهُ سُورَتَهُ سُورَ حِمَارِ Does not any from among you fear that if his head were to, was to, if he were to precede the imam, his head was to rise before the imam, that Allah Taala will not cause or make his head like the head of a donkey? Or that Allah Taala will not make his image the like of a donkey? As Shaykh Muhammad ibn Salih al-Uthaymeen, Rahmatullahi Ta'ala alayhi, he states, هَذَا التَّحْدِيدِ يَدُولُ عَلَىٰ أَنَّ هَذَا الْفِلْمُ مُحَرَّمُ He states that this is a, a threat that shows that this particular action is haram. There is no differing as it relates to it. وَأَنَّ الْإِنسَانِ إِذَا فَعَلَ مُحَرَّمًا فِي الْعِبَادَةِ فَأَنَّ الْقَاعِدَةِ الشَّرْعِيَةِ أَنَّ الْعِبَادَةِ تُبْتِلُ بِهِ And an individual, if he does an action that is considered haram, that is directly connected to an act of worship, then the Islamic legislative principle is that it nullifies that act of worship. It nullifies the act of worship. So the sound position as it relates to preceding the Imam, regardless if it is ilal rukin or bil rukin, the two types that was mentioned, that an individual salah is made batil, that his salah is made invalid. And the proceeding of the Imam, this was something that the companions of the Prophet ﷺ were very cautious concerning. As, the, as we have another narration by Abu Huraira, when he said, Kana Nabi sajidan. That when the Prophet ﷺ would pray, that none of us would bend his back until the Prophet ﷺ fell, and yani actually his head landed the ground in prostration. Then we would prostrate after him. We would prostrate after him. This was the concern that they had as it relates to these prohibitions. That they wouldn't move until the Imam had moved and finished going into his position. In contrast to an abundance of believers today, rushing and hurrying, and sometimes preceding the Imam. Likewise, they would not move simultaneously with the Imam as well, as this hadith indicates or points to. And it is not correct, on the contrary, it is not permissible to move yani, simultaneously with the Imam. From the most correct statements, from the statements of the people of knowledge. And this is seen 
from two different variant perspectives. One, the Prophet ﷺ stated in another narration, يعني إِذَا رَكَعَ فَرَكَعُوا فَلَا تَرَكَعُوا حَتَّى يَرَكَعَ So whenever he, meaning the Imam, bows, then you bow. And do not bow until he bows. And he says, وَإِذَا سَجَدَ فَسْجُدُوا فَلَا تَشْجُدُوا حَتَّى يَشْجُدَ And whenever he prostrates, then you prostrate. And do not prostrate until he prostrates. This is following the Imam. We don't move simultaneously with him, nor do we precede him. And to move in simultaneously with him, it contradicts a, a, a principle in Qawaid al-Fiqh. لا يتنم الحرام إلا بشيء فهو حرام If you cannot complete a, a, a forbidden act except by doing something else, then that other thing in and of itself is prohibited as well. As moving simultaneously with the Imam, it can lead to an individual preceding the Imam. Thus it is considered haram, saddan lidhari'ah, closing the door to this prohibition. So it's not correct for, the, for those that are praying behind the Imam to perceive the Imam, nor to move simultaneously with him. On the contrary, after the Imam has went from one position to, position to the next, then the followers move from one position to the next. And they do not perceive the one that is being followed. As Imam As-Sam'ani stated, and from the mistakes that is occurring in the Salat is the lack of calmness in the Salat and standing up straight and sitting straight from when coming from sujood and thus forth and so on. As we see some people when they come they make their nawafil as if they are speed racing. So much so that when they go into ruku, they don't even come up all the way in the standing position before they're headed down bowing. And when they hit the carpet in prostration, when it's time for them to sit, they don't even raise up all the way straight in the sitting position before they're going back down into the prostration. This is la yajuz Allah, And it is something that nullifies the salah. Because at Tumatnina and I'tidal are from the pillars of the Salah. They're from the pillars of the Salah. As, as, as Shaykh Muhammad ibn Ibrahim Ali Shaykh, Rahmatullahi ta'ala alayhi, he says, At Tumatnina or Ruqud fiha. That Tumatnina, it is motionlessness during the Salah. Or Ruqud. Yani feel Ruqud. وَالْإِعْتِدَالْ مِنْهُ وَفِي السُّجُودِ وَفِي مَا بَيْنَ السَّجْدَتَيْنِ كَمَا سَيَتِي يعني he states that it is being motionless in the bowing position that you go to the bowing position and you're motionless, you stop then he said it is being, being motionless when standing up from it and in the prostration. 
and in the sittings between the, uh, between the two prostrations, as, as, just like what will come. Yani, what the Shaykh intended, yani, the evidence that will come to point to this. And the evidence points to the fact that this is a pillar of the salah. And if the pillar of a, if a pillar of the salah is missing, then the salah is considered invalid. As we have a hadith, another hadith of Abu Huraira or Ridwan Allah Ta'ala alayhi, which is Mutafakun alayhi. In which he stated, دَخَلَ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهِ وَسَلَّمَ الْمَشْجِرِ فَدَخَلَ رَجُلٌ فَصَلَّى فَسَلَّمَ عَلَى رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهِ وَسَلَّمَ فَرَدَّهُ فَقَالَ إِرْجِعْ فَصَلِّ فَإِنَّكَ لَمْ تُصَلِّ He stated that the Prophet ﷺ entered the masjid. And then the man entered the masjid after him. And so he prayed, and after he prayed, he gave salam to the Prophet ﷺ. So the Prophet ﷺ, he responded. And then he said, go back and pray, for indeed you have not prayed. So he returned to his spot and prayed like he had prayed before. And then he came and gave the salam to the Messenger ﷺ. And he said to him, Go back to your position and pray again, for indeed you did not pray. The Prophet said this three times. So the individual, he said it, He said it by him and who's by him. By the one who sent you with the truth, I am not able to pray better than this. So teach me. Teach me how to pray. Now keep in mind, Ya Ibadullah, the Prophet ﷺ commanded this individual to return to praying because he stated the man had not prayed, showing that he did the, the, the salat that he made was not valid. So when he asked the Messenger ﷺ to teach him how to pray, the Messenger ﷺ taught him the method in which his salat would be considered sound with Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala. So he stated, إِذَا كُنْتَ إِلَى الصَّلَاةِ فَكَبِّرْ When you stand for the salat, then say تَكْبِرَةُ الْإِحْرَامِ ثُمَّ اقْرَى مَا تَيَسَّرَى مَعَكَ مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ Then recite that which is easy for you from the Qur'an. Then bow yani, to, until you become at ease in the state of bowing. To, until you become at ease, yani, motionless in the state of bowing. Then stand up until you are standing up straight. So you're standing up straight, and you must have that tumatnina in this position as well. You must be at a state of ease and motionless. Then prostrate until you become at ease in the state of prostration. Motionlessness, not moving. Go all the way into prostration. Then 
then raise up until you are at a state of ease while you are sitting, and he's sitting between the two prostrations. And do this in all of your salat. Do this in all of your salat. So if that which is seen from people, yani speed racing throughout the salat in their nawafil, if they are doing this in the obligatory prayers, then their salat is not valid. Literally people don't even come all the way up to the standing position. They don't come all the way up in sitting. I don't understand how someone's even remembering Allah with Salah like this. For the individual that does this, the Salah is batil. It is not valid. Thus there should be some concern as it relates in this regard due to the hadith of the Prophet in which he stated, and the awwal ma yuhasabu bihi al-abd bisolatihi. The very first thing that the servant will be held accountable for is his salah. فَإِذَا صَلَحَتْ فَقَدْ يَعْنِ أَنْجَحَا وَأَفْلَحْ and if it is sound and or valid, then he is saved and will be successful. Yani wa either fasadat faqad khaba wa khasira. And if it is corrupt or invalid, then indeed he is lost, he has lost and is defeated. Indeed he has lost and is defeated. Wallahu al-mustan. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wa salatu wa salam ala ashraf al-anbiya wal-mursaleen Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'een Amma ba'd From the mistakes of the salat or that is commonly occurring in the salat is the lack of people taking a sutra when they pray. And as Shaykh Muhammad ibn Salih al-Uthaymeen rahmatullahi ta'ala alayhi states, As-sutra ma yad'uhu al-musalli bayna yadayhi liyattaqi bihi murul al-mar. That it is the one who is praying, placing something in front of him in order to protect him from people passing in front of him while he is praying. And the taking of, the, of a sutra is obligatory from the most soundest of statements from the people of, of knowledge. In order to protect an individual from passing in front of him. As the passing in front of an individual while he is praying is considered prohibited or haram in our deen. As the Prophet ﷺ, he said in the hadith of Abu Juhayn, Al-Ansari, لَوْ يَعْلَمُ الْمَارْ بَيْنَ يَدَيْ الْمُصَلِّ مَاذَا عَلَيْهِ لَكَانَ أَنْ يَقِفَ أَرْبَعِينَ خَيْرٌ لَهُ أَنْ يَمُرَّ بَيْنَ يَدَيْهِ That if the individual who will pass in front of the, of, of, the, of the one who is praying, while he is praying, knew what was upon him, yani from sin, 
that he would wait 40. And one of the narrators in the chain didn't, well, it wasn't clear if it was 40 years, 40 days, or 40 months. But he would wait 40, or he would stop for 40, before he walks in front of him. Before he walks in front of this individual. This is one of the narrations that shows that it, this is prohibited. And that an individual should, should preserve his salah by ensuring that no one is walking in front of him. By taking a sutra. And from the evidence that shows that the sutra is obligatory and not just mustahab, as some of the fuqaha state, is a statement of the Prophet ﷺ when he states, لَا تُسَلِّ إِلَّا إِلَى sutra." Do not pray except towards a sutra. The Prophet ﷺ is clearly stating, do not make the salah unless you are facing it. Thus this shows the mistake of individuals that pray and there is nothing in front of them. There is nothing in front of them. It is incumbent upon us Allah, to safeguard our salah by placing something in front of us so that those that are walking past us can walk around it and not in front of us. And another mistake that is being made as it relates to this mas'ala or this affair is that people don't take objects that are considered sutra in the legislation. As you see people sitting there keys in front of them or their phone in front of them and this is not a sutra in the legislation. As Aisha Ridwan Allah Ta'ala alayha, she stated, and Nabi Suila Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam fi Ghazwati Tabuk an Sutra an Sutra. Fakalaka Mukhirati Rahil. She stated that the Prophet during the battle of Tabuk, he was asked concerning the Sutra. And he said, it is like the back pole of a camel saddle. The ulama, they state that the back pole of a camel saddle was 47 centimeters, or a foot and a half. That is the height of the sutra. So if a person places his keys in front of him, then he doesn't have a sutra. If he places his phone in front of him, he doesn't have a sutra. Because he didn't have the object, that the size that is legislated for the sutra. But it should be something bigger than that. It should be something bigger than your keys or your phone and thus forth and so on. And when we look into the sunnah of the Messenger wasallam, we found that he used large objects. As, I, as Ibn Umar, he stated, and the Nabi wasallam. إِذَا صَلَّى يَرْقُزُوا الْحُرْبَى وَيُسَلِّ إِلَيْهِ When the Prophet ﷺ, when he used to pray, he would place a spear in front of him, then he would pray towards it. And Ibn Umar likewise he stated, أَنَّ النَّبِي صَلَّى اللَّهِ وَسَلَّمْ كَانَ يُسَلِّ إِلَى بَعِيرِهِ That the Prophet ﷺ used to pray facing his camel. And Ibn Umar in another narration he stated, And the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa And the Prophet sallallahu used to pray facing his riding beast. And there are many narrations like this. Like when Bilal ibn Rabah, 
set the anazah out in front of the Prophet وسلم, and he prayed towards it. And thus forth and so on. Large objects, other narrations where he faced the wall. So this is one of the mistakes that the people fall into. When they take a sutra, they take the wrong size. The, uh, the sutra cannot be one's keys or phone. But how is it that this understanding has come to, uh, come to come about with some of the believers? It is based off a weak narration found in the Sunan of Abu Dawood. Either the Sunan of Abu Dawood or, or an Nisa'i. It escapes me at the moment. In which it is attributed to the Prophet ﷺ when he stated, إِذَا صَلَّ أَحَدَكُمْ فَلْيَجْعَلْ شَيْئًا أَمَامَهُ وَإِن لَمْ يَجِدْ فَلْيَنْسِبْ أَصَنْ And I believe I'm mispronouncing the word, la best, inshaAllah. Yani the Prophet ﷺ, he stated, whenever you pray, then place something in front of you. And if you cannot find something, then place a stick in front of you. وَإِن لَمْ يَكُنْ أَصَنْ فَلْيَخْطُطْ خَطًّا And if you cannot find a stick, then draw a line in the dirt or the sand or whatever. ثُمَّ لَا يَدُرُّهُ مَا يَمُرُّ بَيْنَ يَدَيْهِ مَا يَمُرُّ أَمَامَهُ Then nothing will harm him that walks in front of him. This hadith ibadallah is da'if. It is weak, it is not considered a hujjah in the deen. It, can, it is not relied upon. It is not affirmed for the Prophet So for anyone that will go and say, it is okay for your sutra to have, for you to use as your keys, as your sutra keys, or your phone, and try to use this hadith as a proof, then this is doing nothing more than attributing a lie to the Prophet And being in contradiction with the legislation as it relates to the sutra. As the Prophet he stated, Men كَذِبَ عَلَيَّ مُتَعَمِّدًا مَقْعَدَهُ مِنَ النَّارِ Whoever tells a lie against me intentionally, then let him be settled in, the seat, in, in his seat in the fire. Thus we don't attribute statements to the Prophet ﷺ, especially as it relates to worship and being brought closer to Allah, based off that which we, which we know is weak, which we know is not affirmed for the Prophet ﷺ which we know is proven to be da'if in the science of hadith. Thus, if an individual wants to take a sutra, then the size or the height of it must be like, must be the size of the back pole of a camel saddle. 47 centimeters or one and a half feet. It should be that height or bigger. Anything below that goes outside of that which is legislated. And with that, subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik, ashadu an la ilaha illa ant, astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk, wa aqimu salat.